0: Invest in Tiggs's $70,000 computer would have worked uh, well, I know, 000. this
1: isn't far behind, $1,500 for a laptop, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's all the new settings and stuff. Anyway, how is everyone? Sorry, we're just battling through some tech stuff behind the scenes. Welcome, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to 2023. Hope um, everyone had a great Christmas and New Year and everyone stayed safe and was merry and, and drunk lots. So we'll go around the room. CB, how are you, mate? Welcome. Cherry Ripe. Cherry ripe, mate. Preseason,
0: cherry ripe. Um, yes. Excellent, thank you. And um, I hope all our viewers out there are in great nick as well. And great to see you boys back in fine form. So yeah, terrific.
1: And EJ, how are you, mate? You're well lit tonight, which is a nice change.
2: Yes, I know. I,
1: I'll have to. I'll have to leave home
2: to do it more often. Yeah, no, I'm well. And yeah, as CB said, it's. Uh, Great to be back. It's great to see the top comments flying in already, and it's great to see you guys. It was good to have a quick catch up before the show, and can't wait to get into it.
1: Very good, Antiques. How are you going, mate?
3: <laughs> I knew the Magpie seventy one. Just for the record, people, before I say goodnight, <laughs> that was last year. We're in twenty twenty three. Can we it move on? Matter. I think we need a referendum. We've got to just you know. Get the boot because I'm not a magpie at all. But look, guys, um, I hope, um, yeah, had a great Christmas. I hope everyone had a great and safe one, and um, yeah, eager for the new year and what it brings.
0: Now, you're allegedly you're... For, the, for the viewers, allegedly, Tiggs has gone to Thailand, had a facelift. If you wonder why his skin looks a bit smoother and things, he's done a bit of work before the, uh, for the show for this season, so we appreciate it, mate. We Thank you, mate. It.
3: Look, I've decided a couple of things, um, my kids. In the new years, they've never seen me with a beard because I'm look. I'm a wog, but I'm an old, um, I'm, I'm I'm Spaniards, right? So we don't grow the full beard. Um, but no, I said all right, I'll take the challenge up. So I promised not to shave for six months. So it looks pretty Afghani, but no, no disrespect to any Afghani's out there. I'm right with you, but um, yeah, no, I'm happy with it, and yeah, no smoking now. Eleven or twelve weeks in, so um, it's actually helped with the skin. I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah um. Yeah. Clear up, so I'm quite quite proud of myself.
1: No, it's a good effort. So keep going strong. Um, Thank you. At least One that means no more. Voice. At least that so. means no more darts on the show that'll randomly pop up. So that's a good win. True,
3: true. But you know, we can. <laughs> we great supporters of the show. Like. you
1: are company. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> um. As T said, a <laughs> I think Grok will be joining us uh, at some point. So, um, he has been typically getting up at about eleven o'clock to have dinner. So, God knows what his uh, body clock's like at the moment. Seventy-one. <laughs> but um, no, good. Just for men, seventy-one. Great to uh, Justin, <laughs> I'll put that, where is that one? Put Justin, 71, that's a good one. Well done, big troll.
3: <laughs> oh, well, you guys. I had a bit of trade goss, um, but, you know, with the new rules that have happened, but no, nah, we won't be saying anything now. I think every
0: I think every week we should just run a poll before every show and just make if everyone gets to vote on teacher's name every episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as no one's saying, like, flog 71 or C-word 71, I'm quite happy. I'll, I'll roll with it. Uh, uh, that's not the one. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, I'll, I'll um, thing,
1: <laughs> good to see everyone in chat as well. So welcome to everyone across yeah. YouTube, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, um, the work. So <laughs> great to have everyone back. Good to see all all the jokes and the banter coming in uh, very early, which is which is uh, good what we're all about. So if you've got any other comments well, or you. questions during the night, feel free to put them through. We'll try and pop up as many as we can. Uh, and don't forget as well, whatever platform you're on, please give the, the live stream a like and a share. Um, tag your tiger friends. Do whatever you got to do to help bust through the algorithms. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, we
3: so got so to have a competition for the best people. comment. And it's at the end of the fun. end of the year, we have a vote. I reckon that's clubhouse leader. You know, just, we've got it, mate. Screenshot that someone that's got good IT. I'm
1: not screenshot. I'm not, no, but I, I what, take your point, Paul. Cool. Thank, Fuck, you, thank, thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not, <laughs> cool, but thanks. Mate. My boy Thank e, 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 EJ was actually showing me his uh, head shave before the show, and just as a bit of a subtle hint. Oh. Good <laughs> uh, boy, here.
0: Brox, straighten it up for God's hey, sake!
4: <laughs> Welcome, Groxy. How are you,
0: mate?
4: Yeah, not too bad. yourself, fellas.
3: <laughs>
1: good. Going, <brock>. well. <laughs> Going well. Everyone's oh, everyone's just getting straight. From all angles here, oh dear, did you hear about our yeah, new sponsor?
3: Grok, it's a hairpiece company, Michaels. Oh, <laughs> <dear.
4: laughs> I think I'll be their best customer. Send us the link.
1: Try the five, meal. Five. Oh,
4: dear.
1: Uh, how you been, though? Grok, how was your Chrissy and New Year? All went well.
4: Uh, Yeah, Chrissy New Year's went well. I got extremely sunburned on the top of my scalp. Um, So that was about a week of horrid pain. Um, And then, yeah, straight back into work. Um, And in in sad news, that bloody cat that everyone complained about on that pod a little while ago, she passed away a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's all been good. Just busy with work, mate. How's everyone else? Very good.
1: Uh, before we get stuck into the footy stuff and... <laughs> in... <Tiasa. laughs> oh, it's going to be a long, long express- night, let alone <laughs> the long year. Now, the funny thing is, I reckon I've gone seven years without getting clipped by anyone, and all of a sudden, it's just piling in, in one night. It's the lighting, dude. It's, uh... it's
3: the lighting. Get back in the garage. <laughs> and wear a beanie, dude. To my stuff. Wear
1: a beanie. <baby. laughs> Um, Lee, that's harsh. Oh <laughs> <laughs> oh. Welcome All right. back, guys. welcome back. Yeah. Oh, the so so there, uh, there, there is, there is. Before the we get into of the other stuff, I'm not going to read the chat for a second because I don't want to laugh while talking about this. But we do want to give a shout out to Michael Roach and his family. Yeah. Uh, for those who haven't seen on the socials, he had a heart attack and is in intensive care. Um, so hopefully Rochi and his family are all doing well and he comes out the other side all okay. But um, I suppose it's important that the Tiger Army get around uh, rochi and, and his family at this time. So thoughts with you, mate, and hopefully you're, you're back out doing um, what you do best very shortly. So yeah. make sure we all get around him in some capacity as well. Um, all right. Jeez, it, I'm, it, yeah, I'm getting smashed in the coins here. <laughs> First time, actually. Yeah, I know, I know um taranto and hopper gents i want to bring up first number one i think it's you're still one of those pinch yourself moments it's really not great is it it's still one of those pinch yourself moments that we've got both um and i know tiggs you were kind of all across and grok as well for a long time maybe not necessarily on both but just that they were the names in question how do we think everything's traveling with those two gentlemen i mean from all reports Taranto's been winning our time trials. I know everyone's chained the house down. It's one of those cliches. But um, do we expect him and Hopper to just go straight into the guts from the get-go? Like, no messing around. I'm, I'm imagining, CB, that that is the the number one reason why we brought him across is just to plonk him straight in the guts let him do their thing from the from round one. Yeah. 100%. Well, one.
3: Sorry, CB. I, so, I thought he was straight. That's all good, man. I, I'm rusty, man, first show. You go,
0: mate. You're I, right, go you. You I go was just going to say... That, that's how we're setting up in, in, in the match, Sims. So Hopper and Taranto have been starting in, in the guts. So um, I just, I'm so pumped for round one to see how this all works. And um, I, I love to know the ratings numbers on our first practice match, too, on Fox. So <laughs> I, can, I can't watch the comments when I'm trying to be serious. Um, yeah, so really excited, guys. I'll let you guys talk about it now.
3: Yeah, look, I heard um, from within the club. Um, that the great thing about those two particular boys, because they're, they're unlike a, a talented pick, for example, or a recruit, they're experienced AFL players, so they've picked our system up really quickly. So that allows them to get thrown in the guts without appearing to be lost. They've still got to take, We got. I've got to be cautioned, that there's going to be a, an adjustment period. He's got to, they're going to really um, get a feel of how their fellow mids move, what spaces they run to, but knowing where to kick the ball, where to push the ball forward, where to transition into defence, they've picked it up like ducks to water. Um, and it's given everyone a lift and it's given it's given Dusty a lift. It allows us to be more creative, more, more dynamic in our mix, particularly, which has got me really excited, if, if if we start to have a turn in the game where we need to change something up to regain momentum, we've now got multiple layers in to be able to do that. Um, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, very excited. A is correct. I,
0: I got spotted. Young A, he, he actually spotted me to gig on Saturday. That's true. A, uh, I, I was at that gig.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, and EJ, what do we? How much of an impact? And someone put the comment in here about the domino effect of them playing in particular Prestia I think is the one I want to focus on primarily and maybe even Koch to a lesser extent in terms of prolonging their career and less reliance upon Prestia in particular who has been breaking down in previous years maybe because we've needed him to do too much for too long how much of an impact is that going to have
2: well if you're dropping if you're dropping your load by 20 to 30% because you've got the help around you you're just not going to get injured as much and as we've discussed, and on, we've all done, you know, a bit of uh, work for, you know, teams tonight, stuff like that, try and pick the team with all of those players there. The rotate, what we did not have was depth. The fact that we've got depth and quality depth is is unbelievable, but Cochin, who has been playing forward all season, as I'm sure we'll, or pre-season, as I'm sure we will talking about, and Prestia will both have massively lower loads, which can decreases the chance of them getting injured. And as we sit here at the moment in pre-season, barring one or two players, we're in pretty bloody good shape. And this will help.
1: And Grop, any final thoughts to add on to the Taranto and Hopper additions to the team?
4: I, I think it's... Um just gone to address one of our biggest weaknesses. In all of the big losses we had l- last year, we were smashed in the clearance and around the ball. We got outbodied in all of those big, big losses. So bringing in Hopper and Taranto, who were two very, very good inside mids, is going to go a long way to rectifying that. And as, as mentioned, it's also going to give Prestia that little bit of a chop out where we won't have to play him all 22 games or rely on him to be that, Premier midfielder that that he's been for the last couple of years, where he's been probably our most important player. So, bringing those two wins really going to bring a new dynamic to the, to the team, both defensively, because Toronto is fantastic defensively as well with his two way running and Hopper, obviously, is that big grunty inside midfielder. It's gonna it's gonna work wonders for us. I reckon.
3: Can I give a shout out to the tail on Twitter? He said actually something. I read a tweet of his. And he said something that really, for me, so I reckon surmises, um, sums up everything that we're all talking about. The biggest difference for Richmond, it's no longer do we have one or two premier uh, full-time mids surrounded by half-back flankers. Now we've got a core of pure grunt midfielders and that's their primary role. That's, that's a huge um, paradigm sh- um, shift for the club.
1: And even Bolton's going to benefit as well because um, he goes into the mix. I would say he's still a genuine mid for us that obviously does a very good job when going forward, but in terms of being as part of that team who can extract the ball from the middle and get us attacking, he's another one that will find himself not as relied upon. Maybe this allows him to have more damage across four quarters, because I suppose the knock on him has been he probably fade in and out of game still a little bit too much. Um But if he can start putting together four quarters because he doesn't have as much pressure on himself, then uh, he could go to another, another level again.
2: Well, the four quarters is, is very... uh It's funny you bring that up because if you look at last season, and this is where, in another way, it's addressing it again. If you look at last season, how many games were we leading in the third quarter and start of the fourth quarter and we faded out because there was reliance on too few? We're not going to fade out in the same way either.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And, and Kat, this is a good point as well. Not, Not so much short in particular, but I think the back line as a whole now and it's been alluded to will now become more settled because we, we, we won't have to shuffle the deck chairs as much down that part of the ground I think we'll do all of our rotation through the forward line and, and using the bench which I think we even spoke about on the show last year, it was identified that the back line was kind of chopping and changing and it probably caused a bit of a weakness CB Well
0: Miller, Miller pushing if Miller gets a second rucky Miller can push forward which takes the pressure off and Balter can just focus on being our pillar, one of the pillars in defence to support Tarrant. Um, so um, just just the, the overall balance of the team this year feels so much better through the lines than last year. Um, so that that's sort of how I said so I think personally, my opinion is Miller will take the second ruck gig starting starting in round one, uh, and that will you know it takes the pressure off uh, takes the pressure off um, Boulder to play back. So strategically. Uh, Structurally, just makes sense.
4: And we've also got the the new tactical sub coming in. Well, I say new was trialed, you know, a few years ago. But that coming in gives us another layer of flexibility. Do we go a midfielder? Do we go a hybrid? You know, yeah. so it's it's going to be exciting how we how we use that as well.
0: Was it Jerome Reberly? Was he our super sub all those years? Or was it Chris
1: Hyde? No, it was Matty White. Matty White. Was Matty super White? Sub. <laughs> What's Matty White doing? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Bring him back bringing back. <coughs> um what about the? It's always hard to comment, but the preseason in general, I feel like we've gotten through fairly well in terms of a, a clean bill of health, which is pretty important. We'll touch on the injuries a bit later. Um, and the team's obviously just finished up the Apollo Bay camp, which is looked like had a lot of fun there. Who who have you guys been impressed with so far, based of what you've seen and read slash heard over the preseason so far? Like we, we all we already know a bit about the established guys, but is there anyone else that's kind of come out of nowhere a bit that you're sort of liking the sounds of?
0: Hell of a lot of talk around banks. We we, we read about Hugo, but yep. there's a lot of talk about Banks and his work. So, and, and Judson Clark is the other one. That, that, that they're the two names that spring out for me for the youngins.
3: Yeah, I was like, if you were in that last off season after the after the draft, when we got Banks and Brown, I, I said I said to everyone here, they haven't played a game but watch out for these two boys. They're going to 200 gamers. The club, and I reckon that shouldn't safe. But for me, I reckon the most pleasing thing for me that I don't think we had last off season that I witnessed consistently, like I'm seeing now, the overall happiness of the joint. Everyone's smiling, laughing. That they're, they're playing with each other, they're mucking around. That's that. That's Richmond. That um, <coughs> connection's obviously back, um, and it's thriving. And it's probably the injection with the two new lads plus Dusty coming back, giving everyone a lift, and the young kids. You know, the quality young kids coming through. So. That's the biggest thing for me. That really makes me outside the talent. They're all having fun again, and that's when Richmond plays its best football.
2: Yeah, that that um that water fight video was fantastic. Um, so Nick Nick, friend of the show, as we know, actually has said that Junior really has mentioned Ralph Smith, Miller, and Banks
3: Brown too. Don't forget the boy.
2: yeah, brown. Oh as no, well. this is He's just quality. what Junior Rioli has said. Yeah, oh, yeah this no. is just what Junior has said to Nick. Yeah, yeah. So I was just passing that on direct, direct from Nick this afternoon. So,
4: oh, beautiful.
1: Very
4: great. Uh, the one that I have heard particularly early on in in preseason that had really impressed was Steely Green. Uh, particularly in the midfield drills, given his slight build. Apparently, he absolutely nailed Dusty with a monster tackle and Dusty got up a bit ginger. So the boys really got around him after that, apparently, and really impressed with his with his work ethic and attack on the ball. So he might be one to look out for as the late-season debutante.
1: Now, the Dusty you mentioned, um, he is a player that's now returning back to pretty much full fitness. Um, he's come back mentally fresh as well. Uh, and if nothing else, it's good for him personally. Don't like exclude the football side of it, and obviously we're going to benefit from it greatly, but it is good to see him back in a a very good space uh, on and off the field. But with his addition back into the side, obviously his form last year wasn't great. There was obviously a lot going on. Then he had the injury as well, although he was looking good in that West Coast game, it must be said. Uh, But where do we see Dusty playing bulk of his football this year? Uh, My general vibe is it's going to be a bit more forward than midfield because because of the additions of Taranto and Hopper. And I think it's not a bad strategy to make his career extend as well, but he's still going to be dangerous down, you know, front half of the ground. Um, I think, Grok, that he can play a very important role for us. He could, he could quite easily kick 40 or 50 goals in, you know, as a half-forward forward pocket.
4: Yeah, I, I think... Dusty this year most likely be about 80-20 forward midfield. He'll go through the midfield in spurts when we need a spark or something, but I do think he'll play pretty much out of the goal square. I think that's where his most dangerous one out deep. Um, but I, I was in one of the Richmond pages over the weekend and someone caught caught Dimmer getting a coffee at Macca's and uh, filmed him and asked about Dusty, and Dimmer said, don't worry about it, Dusty's looking the best he has for quite a number of years now. So that was high praise. So if Dima's saying that, look out the comp. That's all I can say.
1: And CB, I saw on the boards that you were in a little bit of a tit for tat. I can't remember who the poster was you were talking with about Dusty, but... Uh, I tell you, you've got fairly high expectations and hopes for Dusty. I um, mean, some people are maybe trying to say it should be temporary expectations because he is on the older side. He's not going to be as good as 2017 and so on.
0: Well, the guy's not in a wheelchair. I mean, he's only 31. Like, he's got a lot of good footy to go ahead. Yeah, you know, like, I don't understand why people are talking down. I mean, the guy had a busted kidney. He lost a significant person in his life last year. He had a hell of a lot of issues. Um, And he seems to – the the club's put their arms around him. They've supported him. And as has already been said, mentally he's already back in a great space. He's put the weight back on. He looks a million dollars. So, mate, this guy isn't just some run-of-the-mill bum. It's like one of the best players we've ever seen. So back him in. Back him in. Jesus, how do you write off a champion that's just dumb? Dumb, dumb, dumb.
3: Well, time.
0: just, dum, just if, I,
3: if I could just um go in there, from everything I've been told, he's, from his skin folds, from his tests, his, his training standard, he's 2019 dusty. Um, this break has allowed him the time to get over his injury and the biggest thing for me, which I know, I know I mentioned how I do, but I know, and I've never once been wrong with my dusty male that I hang my hat on since, 2000, since he's been recruited to the club, never once been wrong. So I'll tell anyone that's listening to this show now, mark my words, he is going to, he has a point to prove. He wants to remind, which is crazy to say it because he's done everything, but he wants to remind the calm. This is just how he ticks. How good, he, that his best football is not, not behind him. It's it's very much in the now. Um, so I see him being anchored forward early till he regains touch. and By round eight, round nine, after his, Doing the dusty things, he starts to more start to go forward, midfield, forward, midfield, and just do his thing. Um, and then come finals, look out. No, I'm with CB here. He's um, You're an idiot if you're doubting his ability this year.
0: But Dusty also picks his – if he sees something in the middle that he likes, I know we're sort of trying to predict, you know, if it's 80, 20, what have you. He see, he's like a predator, mate. He pick, if he sees a matchup that he likes somewhere and he's identified something, he will just, he's got the licence. He's the one bloke in the team. There's actually Bolton's got it too. But they can go wherever they want. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
3: Exactly right. Exactly right. No, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great this year. It's going to be
1: great. So, EJ, I suppose the big question, Mark, if you were to have one about Ford version Dusty, is our game plan is heavily based around that front half pressure, especially in the Ford 50. and In the front half of last year, it was close to non-existent and we were really struggling there. Obviously um, Morris Jr. came in and helped out in that level as well, but Dusty isn't typically renowned for his constant pressure and chasing, does lay tackles. Is that something that's going to be, we'd have to work around, we'd work around him or do you reckon he's going to implement that into his game?
2: I think the little football that we saw in the last two years, he was actually not too bad. Um, but we do have a junior and we also have now um someone who gave up their game to set it up around dusty in the midfield who's been training exclusively in the forward line so i'm saying that we've probably already got it worked out Mm -hmm. and everybody likes to pump up the shiny new toys you know you've got You know, this person wins the brown low and that person wins the brown low and this is the best player in the comp, that player in the comp. People have forgotten, especially I think some people want to forget how good this bloke is. Well, there's only one person that's going to remind them and he's coming back.
1: Yeah. And
3: the thing is with this chasing, tackling myth about Dusty too, yeah, he he full on. He When you have a weapon, right, the weapon's not a shield, right? So he banks on his fellow teammates. There's not one bloke on the field. And the way our system's set up, which is, I reckon is going to now finally, we've got the cattle to do it again, if, if, if his defender wants to run off Dusty to create the play, let him go. Because what we always do is we allow the, the defenders to get first um, possession, first release of the football. Then we cause a turnover. That means the ball comes back into our forward 50 at pace. That's what we do. That's our game plan. We want you to do that first kick because we bank our system to turn that kick over. So um, yeah, Dusty doesn't need to yeah for the close-in pressure. We've got Morali. We're going to have uh, Clark's going to have a great year. And I reckon he's going to be told when you get a crack in the in the, in the seniors, your role is to chase to chase like we did with junior. Um, and he's got the speed to do it. He's elite. So we've got the chasers and we've got the tacklers. But I reckon yeah, Dusty's our our sword mate. When he gets uh, uh, when he's got the opportunity to 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 stab, he's going to stab. He's not going to go
4: chasing. Yeah. And the thing with do you want to be with Dust? Go on, The thing with Dusty playing forward too is it's going to affect the way that we move the ball forward. We're going to get it in a lot quicker and faster than we did last season, where we just stopped and waited, then and bombed it <laughs> long and high. When you got Dusty up forward, who was one of the best one-on-one players in the league, if not the best for for a little period there, you, you want to get it in low, quick, and hard to him because he's going to out outmuscle almost anyone. So I wouldn't be surprised to see us have that have that bit more of that, that lower the eyes, hit the target type mentality when Dusty's up forward as well.
3: We've got
2: the best forward the line you, line in
1: you reckon? Yeah, without a doubt. In terms yeah, of doubt. just yep. all-round firepower and versatility? And depth. We've well, got David, Teague, yep.
0: David Teague must be pinching himself. He went from having a shit-truck forward line that was – Never functional, Carlton, he comes to Richmond and now yeah, here's your toys, mate. Yeah. Do your best. Like
4: I can't, I, can't, I can't believe people were bagging Teague out at the end of last year. Like we went from being like 11th or 12th overall for points per game to number one in the home and away season. We were the highest scoring side for most of the year. Like that doesn't happen without Teague.
3: And that's without a midfield, um, a, a settled midfield and a settled back line for the majority of the year. Imagine when he's got we've got the drive and the the proper clean ball coming out of that back line into our midfield to our forwards with the ball movement that we have. Uh, Yeah, no, we're going to be splitting sides right open.
1: Hopefully, that all starts round one. Yes, Um, we'll have a look at the an injury update. So, from the I think this came from the club today via the AFL website from memory. But uh, Lynch is tracking well for round one. He's going to play minutes versus North and Melbourne in the Pracky games. I suppose a lot of the forward line stuff probably heavily relies on him uh, being fit and firing, and so that's good to see that he's going to be... We're not preparing for round one. We're actually going to be getting minutes into him for the, the lead-up game, so that's good. Prestier and Grimes in the rehab group, but apparently that's just being an ultra-conservative thing, which I'm totally okay with. Uh, I've lost and had a rib injury, but he's recovered. Gibkiss might get back by the end of the first month of the season, but I would strongly suggest that we'll be super cautious with him as well, given his age... And the type of injury, and I wouldn't be shocked if that looked mid-year, roughly before we even see him again. Uh, and Jack Graham is uh, looking okay for for round one as well. Who? I read in oh, the Herald. Sun, oh yeah, Angus. I
0: read in the Herald Sun. I don't know who this Jack Graham is, yeah. but yes. I have read that Angus Graham is having he's recovering well from his injury. So yeah, big I don't Angus. Know who you is on that, mate. But Angus Graham. Is having uh, that? I'm so glad people pay money for the Herald Sun because that's yeah. the <laughs> quality of journalism you get. Robo just made a brain.
3: mistake as he was typing yeah. that article and foaming. He just re- he had Essendon on his
4: mind and how you know victimised that they are and he brought out Angus. That's that's probably how it happened. That, that's probably yeah. why we looked at trading Soldo last year. We completely forgot we had Angus still on the
1: list. Angus,
0: <laughs> to, be, to be an AFL accredited journalist, you probably would, was it a grade three level education or what? Yeah. Like they can't even Google search these dickheads. It's just the most pitiful journalism you'll ever read and it's across the board. It doesn't matter where you go. I mean, Georgie Parker is a journalist for God's sakes. I mean, wow. not be not wow. people like block or mute, but she's such a moron. I've actually had to block and mute her just so she doesn't come on my feet. I can't stand her. Yeah, it is. How bad is that? Oh, he hasn't been,
4: on, he hasn't oh, been on our list for a decade. Wow. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> is that a decade? Jesus. Yeah, 2013, I think. And then 2014, he was at the Crows. All
1: yeah. right. So, so, injury front, I think we're all happy with everyone's going reasonably well, which is uh, which is good, unless anyone's said otherwise. Uh, Now, I think in the last show, is is Ricky Petter still playing? Um, I think on the last show of 2022, we did a best 22 take from everyone. So we're going to go back and do another one now and see if anything's changed based on, I suppose, the learnings we've had over that that period of time um, over preseason. So... I'll do mine first. I don't think I did one last time. I think I actually caught myself out, but I'll, I'll do mine first. We won't. I won't spend too long going through it. I'll just kind of rip through it. But um, if anyone's got a best 22 as well in the chat, feel free to drop it in, or if you've got, I'm sure there'll be plenty of criticism. Um, so my 22 is based on Gibkiss being injured um, because it's kind of aimed towards round one, obviously. So I've gone abroad, Grimes, Vlosten, Rioli, Bolter, Baker, McIntosh Prestia, Pickett although I haven't heard a lot about Pickett to be honest so I'm assuming he's, he's going well um I just I want to justify his box I think he probably could be one that might be debated I just think his aerial prowess and his hunting ability is still pivotal to the way we play um and it works well in tandem with KMAC. uh half forward line Bolton Lynch Cumberland I think I think Cumberland's got to keep playing I think he's yep. going to be the one who benefits the most from the class of our forward line drawing such quality opponents? He's going to get left with a fourth or fifth stringer um, and could hopefully tear him apart. Uh full forward line, Morris Jr., Rewalt, Dusty, Nank in the ruck, Taranto Hopper in the middle. And on the bench, I've got Cochin, Miller, Graham, Sonzi, and Short. So one of them would have to be You didn't you see the, your, tip uh,
3: your tip and Lynch? Your tip Lynch is not
1: playing round one. I've got center half forward.
3: Oh, you got him
1: sent okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so, you're one of those guys will be uh, on the bench. So, obviously, no no, Ralph Smith. Um, who else? I can't remember who else I missed out. But there, it, that, that was honestly hard to do. And then when Gibkis comes back in, I, I struggled even just doing the back line. So, yeah, it's a it's a good headache to have, assuming everyone's fit and firing. But, um, yeah, that's that's who I would go with round one, CB.
0: I didn't even bother doing it at this stage, mate. There's just too much water to pass under the bridge. So I'm going to be – I'm going to get old splinters. I'm going to sit on the fence and just wait to see what uh, see what I see after the pracky games and see who um, who shines and who doesn't.
1: Fair enough. EJ? All
2: right. I've done something I thought I would never do. See if you can pick it up when I finish my side. Grimes, Tarrant, Baker. Rioli, Balta, Vlosten. K-Mac, Prestia, Pickett. Half forward line, Dusty, Jack, and Shea. MRJ, Lynch, and Cumberland in the forward line. Nank, Hopper, Taranto. And then interchange of Sonzi, Short, Cochin, Miller, and Broad.
1: So I'll say mm-hmm. that depending on what you base your team on, you put Taron in over Gibb because he's your man. Oh, no, is Gibb that Gibb because it's round one?
2: No, no, okay, I have, left out. I have yeah. left out the guy that's been in my pin tweet since 2017. Jack
4: I've Graham. left out Jack Graham. Mm, yeah, yeah. Stole my thunder. So, so have I. Yep, so have I.
2: And I couldn't believe it when I did it because it, it's still my pin tweet. I said I backed him for a big game in the grand final in 2017 and I haven't moved that tweet for six years and I've just dropped the kid. So anyway... And it there's was still really like
1: Jack good. Ross as well who's on the fringe too. It's um, yeah. it's a, tu- it's a tough gig. But uh, that's a good 22 there, EJ. Grok? Uh,
4: I'm just making some tweaks, but I've got Grimes, Tarrant, Broad, uh, Floston, Bolter, Rioli, uh, Pickett, Hopper, Macintosh, Bolton, Lynch, Cumberland, Martin, Revolt, Rioli, Nank, Prestia, Taranto, and I've gone Koch, Sonzi, Baker short on the bench, and for the tactical sub, I've gone either Miller or Ralph Smith, depending on what we needed at the time. Sort of a situational thing.
1: I think looking, I actually think the Ralph Smith calls a sub is not a bad one. And you don't want to pigeonhole a player, but at, at his age and to get a game, it's kind of got very Matty White vibes in terms of the pace and the energy he can bring to a game. Um, he can play forward or back. It obviously, it might differ if it's a bigger player that goes down. But, um yeah, yeah I, I can see him doing that role. Just on uh Gibkiss too, the
4: mail um that I've heard is that he's not going to be, be back at least before the buy rounds. They're going to give him that time to really recover and then VFL. So we won't see him yeah. at AFL
1: level till after the buy. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that makes sense. Uh, um. And Tiggs.
3: Yeah, mine's it, same as yours, Michael. Just for me, I really looked at it, who would I have out? The main one for me is Jack Graham. I, unless he gets uh, a bit of more speed into his game um, or devolves into a tagger, which I think we we are working on. We need a, we need a tagger. we have got to replace him with Sonzi. He's just um, he's had a great preseason. He showed what he could do when given an opportunity. He's our undercurrent Premier mid um, that we're growing through the ranks. So... Um, yeah, so that's one, my, one major difference is Graham out, Sonsi in.
0: So just on record, so everyone's backing Miller in over Soldo for the second ruck position?
3: Yeah. yeah, I am. yeah it, We're far um, more flexible. On that, yep. and I, I'm a Soldo, Soldo fan, right? But I love Miller. I was the one always saying Miller's going to make it, he's going to make it. When everyone thought he was going to be delisted, I said, keep Miller, keep Miller, keep Miller, because he's unique. But I have to say, if we're going up against Colton, they've got Pinnanet and that other other potato that they have, I would then go Nank and an and um Nank and um and Soldo. If we want more, like if we're playing a Geelong, then you do a Nank and, and a Miller. Or in a way, if we get brave enough or Tarrant's form drops, then you've got Miller because Miller can play back. Um, and he's shown he can play on a gorilla. So put him in the Tarrant role and gives you that ability to change it up again. Like I said, we've got Players that can play multiple positions, but for Colton, I'm actually tipping. I actually want Soldo if they go tall over Miller. Which...
1: I think there will be teams that will do that. I reckon Melbourne's the other one with Grundy and Dawn. Yeah. I think probably would require two proper giants to, to ruck properly, yeah. but um, I, I would say Miller will play more of the games than what Soldo will 100% um, right, yeah. But,
4: but for the, we,
1: just, life it's life the flexibility. Yeah. yeah and it's we said it last year yeah. it's also about if the right if the opposition ruckman that miller's on drifts forward which teams do do a lot he's a, a he's got a defender mindset so he knows how to defend um whereas if you know that soldo going down there he's a bit lost at sea and that's not his fault he's, he's not trying yeah. to do that whereas miller's had that training so it's um and i've seen a few people in the chat flag tarrant um tarrant will get games i just don't know it's a hard one isn't it because he's when you look at the future, he's not obviously going to be part of that next wave of talent that comes through, but he has a very important role to play. Um, and I think I think he'll get his fair share of games though.
3: Oh, look, well, well I'm He's gonna have, have a better year this year than he had last year because he's had a year in the system now, and he's had also an off-season, two off seasons now. And i and I rate Tarrant. Um, I think we're gonna be smart. We're gonna say, you know what, Tarrant's gonna be, you know, perfect for finals, he's gonna be perfect we'll win the, in July. Um, when the, we're going to use him. He'll play a lot of games, but I reckon he'll be more played to protect what we've got coming up underneath um, as well. So uh, I'm, not him at all. I'm not locking him at all, but we can't get him to play 22 games plus finals. His body will break. So uh, every reckon game.
1: Uh, You reckon Taron will play every, every game, CB? Yep.
0: He's a gun. And, oh, oh, that's oh, 60, I, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed his job. I thought he good. good. Well, reports are he's had a very good preseason. He's come back in really good condition. Yep. I remember last year he played with a busted hand for um, two-thirds of the season yeah.
1: too. Yeah, we were staunch defenders of Tarrant last year on the show. Yeah, um, The other name that sure. I read, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys saw today as well, is that there's a, a good bit of talk about Sonzi that he's doing a lot more work in the midfield rather than forward. So yeah. it seems like the midfield role is what he's being groomed for. Um, how he fits in on a regular basis to the 22, I'm unsure. But like we said last year, and I think we all saw it, that he is a player that is going to learn and get better EJ at AFL level than he is at VFL level. Uh, And I think it's important that we must continue to try and find a way to keep him in because he's very unassuming. I think opposition won't pay him the respect he necessarily deserves early on, uh, but he is a weapon on both feet. I
2: will riot... If he doesn't play, if he's not injured, has to play every game. And um, I don't know who that guy was that delivered the chook shit, but I want his number because the week I don't play him, I'm making a special delivery. <laughs> he, he must play every game.
1: I agree. He must play I agree. every yeah. game. Support, yeah.
3: I'm so glad the prison, <laughs> the romance centre, let you out to, to stream too, EJ. Fantastic. But you think I'm let you broadcast what? inside or at the back of the building? The remand centre. <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: there now. I'm there now. I picked it up. Uh, uh, this, going, is, this is my go one go hour go a week, go. and I'm dedicating it to you blokes. Out the yard, gun. I'm just. Um, I'm just checking the- up on
0: Snake Baker. <laughs> Teddy, you watching? That wasn't me.
1: for um for those asking in chat we 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 do have a topic dedicated to the Koch and Ford theory and the Narkel or Bradkey choices as well so we we will get to that um very shortly but um I think EJ you had a topic to throw in the AFL funding distribution where once again we haven't had anything extra given to us which you know we can hold our own it's okay I think was a GWS and Gold Coast that received quite a substantial amount again um What's everyone's take? I'll start with you, EJ's. I think you raised the the topic, but uh, what's your take on the the funding situation?
2: Um, I understand why we do it, and the extra teams brought in have generated more revenue, so there's been more come back and yada, yada, yada. It just seems to me very harsh that the amount of penalty applied to successful clubs. Mm. You know, like, Hat off to I hate to say this, hat off to Collingwood. Mag, Magpie71 will be happy to hear me say that. But hats off to West Coast. They've they've run good clubs. Hawthorne, even though they haven't had final success, they run good clubs. They make a lot of money. And for that, for that reason only, because we make money, we don't get money. I understand why the other clubs get more. It just it just shits me.
1: The thing
2: we're that not shits a me about so
4: go ahead no, no that's it. no, it's all right go on I was going to say the thing that shits me is that where Melbourne sat in regards to it they won a flag two years ago and they're in the second or third rung of funding two or three up from us I mean that's disgusting yeah. and it's supposed to be all about equalizing and making each club competitive well if that's the case, why do you have a premier from two years ago that's getting five million more than the reigning premier? Like it was, it just didn't work out. Yeah, and, and you, Brisbane, know, you had the yeah.
0: I'm trying yeah. to find it. I'm actually trying to bring up the. That's what searching on my phone. I'm trying to bring you it up it. in The numbers.
4: Yeah, but it's, yeah. isn't this what equalisation was actually brought in for anyway? Was to help prop it up, but the AFL is still forking out more and more money to these clubs
3: what shits me it's not generally that they're getting more is that richmond and the successful clubs aren't getting anything to help their um you know we've got programs we've got a um the wheelchair side we've got women's football we've got other programs that yeah if you're going to stime our income um keep all right do that for the men's but allow us to get um what i couldn't believe it geelong the shanty team they just won a flag and they're getting what? They got million m- more than us. Three million more than no,
4: us. A, mil- a million. There in the yeah, next one million. Oh, one million. Wouldn't it be They've nice it to get
3: a million dollars to inject into our, our our grassroots programs that only benefits the AFL? Uh, it just, it's um, it just, uh it, for me, it's um, I can't wait till Gil goes, and that commission just gets new to the ground. What? It's just, yeah, it is, it is pathetic. Uh,
0: so got- Brisbane's third on the ladder. So you got Gold Coast and GWs at 25 million each. Brisbane lines are 18 to 19 million. North's 18 to 9. How is Brisbane on the same level as North Melbourne and, and, and St Kilda? And then like because you said,
2: they're not in an AFL heartland, so they get a bonus amount of money. It's socialism gone mad.
0: Melbourne, Melbourne gets as much as the Western Bulldogs, Port Adelaide, and Sydney. At 16 million. <laughs>
3: And the way I see it is particularly for the Melbourne clubs, right? Let's give let's give Brisbane just a pass, right? And Sydney in part just a pass, right? But it's getting come to the day where they're gonna be you have to stand on your own feet. But the Melbourne and look in North Melbourne, I give a pass because they've always been a not a scrub guy, I hate to say, but they've never had the supporter base, you know, which is surprising because their icons are kangaroo. I blame I blame Snake Baker, people don't want to be associated uh, with him so they get off the club. But um the other clubs like Melbourne, and you've got, you know, um, Western Bulldogs, enough's enough. Get off the tits, Or better yet, in your Colton as well, in your banner when you're playing Richmond or Collingwood or the four clubs that aren't getting cash, just say thank you. That's all. It's just, yeah, it's bullshit. But you get their supporters if they win a final. Oh, yeah, we won it off our own backs. My ass.
0: While, while, we're, on while we're going point. on a rant, Colin Carter, still a dickhead, trying to include oh, flags from the 16, back in 1889. You,
4: you know what it is? You know what it is? It's the fact that Geelong would overtake us on the list. 100%. That's all it is. No, we're living rent-free in their heads.
2: Yeah. No, I have a point on this. These Of the first 10, or the first seven or eight, VFA flags that he wanted to incorporate, they were chosen by consensus by the press. It was not even a bloody grand final. So, how
3: can you count that?
4: That's
3: the Geelong mentality. It's the same brain that thinks Geelong's a good place to live. You know, <laughs> it's a riddle yeah. you can't answer. Like, well, Brock lives there because he's forced to. He to. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, who moves to Geelong? You know, it's the same. Yeah, but, person that will go, oh, those seven flags, we deserved them, we won them. You didn't win it. You're gifted it. Yeah. You didn't even
4: have point posts. Go to bed. Yeah, like Just I, go to bed. Like us like us like I said on my Twitter with the Geelong the greatest team of all tweet. Greatest at what? Which got them reeled in. Like what yeah. are they the greatest at? Not the number of premierships, not the number of games won. Like what are they the greatest at?
1: The like, greatest at the highest Arians. average age.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> greatest at government handouts. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you something.
3: When Ford left Geelong, I went from a Holden man to a Ford man. And damn it, I'm proud
1: of it. All right. Um, Trent Cochin has been flagged or earmarked as a permanent Ford, it seems. He's done a lot of his pre-season training exclusively in the Ford half of the ground, which has probably taken a few of us by surprise. Uh, I mean, there's obviously... Gotten a pretty deep midfield now, so he's got to play somewhere. But what's everyone's take? And keen to hear listeners as well what your take is in the chat on the Koch and Ford experiment. Um, he's never been really renowned for his goal kicking. I know there's been a couple of times he's kicked 17 in a year, but really it's not a strong suit for him. It's probably actually been a major weakness of his and the depth of his kicking as well. But what he does have is a lot of presence, a lot of uh chasing and harassment. Maybe not at the high speeds of a Bolton or a Rioli, but uh, I think he's going to give us a little bit, from the defensive side of things, I'm just a little bit unsure and not sold on how beneficial he will be on the offensive side of of the table there, CB.
0: Back him in. He's never had to worry about playing four before, mate, because he's been one of our main extractors. But um, I think he's the pressure he will bring, um, I'm not concerned. I mean, what you really... What I'm curious to see is what do you think is a pass mark for Trent Cochin this year? Is one goal a game? If, if he kicks 25 goals this season, is it a success? Like, I just think, um, yeah, an EJ is about to—I know it is about to say—because we've discussed this for two years about Cotchin playing forward. Um, to me, it's a no-brainer. Prolongs him forward pressure. Oh, he's an absolute champion. I'll back him in to make it work. That's what I think.
1: EJ. Um,
2: you're saying that uh, goal kicking wasn't his strength you do realise that Jason Castagna played in three premierships um, yeah. yeah fair <laughs> point <laughs> um, so I would say that he's a decent upgrade on Castagna Castagna was a better mark no doubt about it but pure hard-ass pressure absolute discipline um, the fact that we'll, he will to some degree be as we talked about before, is Dusty going to do enough? Um, Koch will be down there doing that. He'll have a decreased load. So I think our forward line benefits from pressure. I don't even really think he has to kick. I mean, we've had – who's the other bloke that I wanted to forget white from my brain? Jake Arts. We've had Arts and Castagna down there playing playing a pressure role. Do we not think that Trent Koch and playing that role will be better mm-hmm. than those two? That answers the question, I reckon.
0: And you're roll right <coughs> through the middle anyway. You'll still do some... You'll still do, still do his five minutes or whatever as, as a midfield change-up anyway. Yep.
3: So, he'll
4: be fine. I reckon, I reckon he will be the rotation player with Bolton. When Bolton goes through the midfield, Koch goes up forward and vice versa. But... Uh who, who's this coach you speak of it's Trent Coleman thank you very much as the boys at training Trent have been, been 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 uh, calling him yeah Trent Coleman
1: is how the players have been calling him
4: yeah at training cuz <laughs> cuz he, he kicked four in the prac in the the match sim so they started calling him uh Trent Coleman
1: Oh, that's good. Diggs, uh, your thoughts yeah. on the, the clutch fall experiment? For me,
3: I've been listening, to, reading the socials and, and listening to people. I think it's a great rope-and-go rope by the club. And EJ and CB and Irving part sort of mentioned on it. The three takeaways I took from it, the first major takeaway I took of it, I think George Kostagna needs to go to university because I think his papers are stamped. Um, because if you've got and you can't have Koch and Kostagna in the same forward line. Um, so that tells me that the, this is... Is this a message to the castagna? Listen, you know, you've got X and Y to jump through before you go back in the side. So that was the first thing, the danger sign for Georgie. Second thing for me is Koch is an extremely smart footballer, right? Extremely high footy IQ. He can read the game and the feel of a game. You know, how many times have you seen Koch where we needed that big tackle late or we needed that inspirational act and he's, he's done it instinctively? So I reckon we put him in the forward line for a couple of reasons. But, he, look, he could be – I don't think he's going to be a permanent forward, not at all. I, a bit on with Grock that he might rotate with one of the mitts. But I think this is a perfect – get him in as an on-field coach. Get him in, all right, boards. this is what we need to do. This is what's working. This is what's not. Um, you know, what better leader can you have in the forward line to do that on? And then he gets injected in the midfield when we need him. And he's, and he's staying fresh. He's involved, coming off the bench, into the forward line. And then when we need him into the midfield – and then back on the forward line. Well, for me, it's not goals about Kochi versus success. It's total goals of the forward line. If the total goals for the forward line maintain what we did last year with Koch inside it, that's a win for me. Um, so, I'm, look, I'm open to trialling it. If, if Where where the experiment will fail it's knock on wood, we get smashed with injuries, and he then has to be a true forward. And I think we're going to – he doesn't – look, I love him. No one loves him more than me, but he doesn't have the pace. That's so why he's not in the back line. doesn't have the penetration in his kicking. He's not a creator anymore. He's an impact player, uh, which has a place in a forward line if he's got support. Without that support, um, it, it, yeah, it won't be good. But we'll see. But I'm going to back him in.
4: But the thing, like, people are knocking his kicking and, yeah, his set shots aren't great. He's never been great. But when he's on the run, he's usually pretty accurate. He'll hit the target nine times out of ten on the run. So his goal kicking I'm not too concerned about. Um, in terms of pass mark for me, if he can play 20 games, including finals and go at maybe 15, 16 goals for the year, I think that's that's a decent season for him. Yeah,
0: That, that raises him. the question. Do we manage yeah. him like a Joel Selwood? See what Selwood played last year, 16 games?
1: Yeah,
3: that's what I see.
1: And he, the thing he'll is, be our most sub player in my team. Yeah. when he plays. Yeah. He'll be the one subbed off more often than not to, unless there's an obvious injury. And
3: one skill he has that's completely underrated, not, no one talks about it. And I've seen a lot of football, and I'm not just saying this, with, I've had mates that follow Robo Clubs agree with me on this, He's one of the best contested kickers in the game. What I mean by that is when he's under pressure, extreme pressure, he can release the football by foot or hand and hit a target. Now, that's going to be ideal in the forward line at a stoppage or if we get a messy chaos ball inside, we've got an extractor there that's pre-built to do it, that can read where the ball's going to land and get that first position and get it out clean. That's, what, that's basically having pressure in the forward line. That's what Costin's got to give us. When there's I mean, stop- a
0: ball up in the forward line – the forward, the forward line on, uh, set up when they're tossing the ball. It might be Prestia. Uh, sorry, it might be Martin cochin and Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Ball. Good luck getting Insane. the
1: ball out of that. Yeah, winning the ball. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. had not thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, just a quick round. Of, I just it flagged it with me when one of you said um, pass mark. There was something that came out today about every team's pass mark for the year, oh, and yeah. ours was a t- just to win a final. Oh. What's what? What does everyone in chat think our, our pass mark is for the year, and what do you guys think is our pass mark for the year? I think this might be lofty, but I think making a prelim as a pass mark based yeah. on the list we've got being healthy,
3: yeah, just Great the base premium. standard. That for me is just a fucking C grade. Uh, yeah, minimum based on injuries, obviously, is is top is top four. That's right. Yeah.
1: Injuries injuries permitting, we should really, if we're serious, we should be top four and in a prelim. Yeah.
3: We've recruited- and you know what's beauty? The other t- people who are writing us off, they're bullshitting themselves like that, they're just doing it to get a get a reaction. They 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 know that that's our minimum standard and they're shitting themselves.
0: We we've recruited for a flag. We haven't yeah, recruited yeah. just to make yeah. oh, I was getting hopper and no. hopper and bloody um Taranto we, We've recruited specifically.
4: To win a flag. So, That's yeah. right. sustained success, too. Can we highlight
3: something that we, while we're talking about that, can we just give a bit of cute? I don't see it in the agenda. <laughs> no, it's not there. Give a bit of, bit of kudos to Bolton for re signing. Yeah. yeah. You know, can we just give him a bit of love? That was that was fantastic, mate. That's that shows, because the reason why I'm mentioning it is because people say we've recruited for a premiership <clears> in the now. Mate, we've recruited for a premiership for the next six years. If you really analyze it, we've got the talent we've secured, the talent that's going to stay there while the young kids go through and our drafting strategy, particularly with the new rules that have come in based on what we did last year and who we're targeting for. Well, happy days.
0: Can you give a bit of love
3: and say his <laughs> first name? Can you give a bit of love and say his first name? Yeah, yeah, Shay. There you go. <laughs> i rehearsed that 50 times before every podcast (laughs) uh,
2: sorry
1: mate sorry no (laughs) i think we're all gonna think we're all gonna ask the same questions
4: (laughs) although michael's michael's did uh have a slip with uh shy when he was doing his gaming thing about three four weeks ago that i pulled him did i did i
1: did i drop shy? did i
4: yeah I was like, I need to clip <laughs> this for, for Tiggs, but I forgot.
1: All right. Um Nagel versus Bradkey, I suppose, is the other conundrum for the for one of the spots on the list. Um, it's divided Tiger fans across the country, really. When you look on all socials and you ask the question, it's a pretty split verdict. Um, I'm probably in the Nagel camp because I think he there's a role that he can play. Maybe not best 22, I'm not saying that, but I think he can come in and play a role for us if need be um, at some point during the season, whereas Bradkey would be more, I suppose, longer term. And we might have other plans in that area as well. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Because
0: EJ and I had a question, and Grok, you might be able to answer it because we actually spoke about you today. We do a lot of talking about you guys behind your back. Don't remember that, right? But in this case... If with, with with the space on the list, if we go narkel it on February 15, can we put Bradkey on our VFL list? That's what I want to know. Is there room on the VFL list for one of these guys?
4: I don't think so. I believe the lists were finalized January 1st for
0: VFL. Yeah, yeah,
3: okay. Um, I can tell you who it is. I, I'm I already think I know who it is from who I heard it from. Okay, yeah, it's not Narkle. That's it's now not, it may change, yeah. Well, it's heavily favored to Brad Kitt at the moment, from what I've heard. Really, it's, it's essentially you know, look, my mate didn't say it's a lock because it's these next, I think it's next week or this week and next week or something like that. It's 15. basically made them after the match sims, but I think it's just in relation to list structure is what's going to get him over the line. There's no disrespect to NARC He's exceeded expectation. It's the reason why it hasn't been called any earlier, but I think just for list structure, our forward depth. And what Bradkey has shown us. Um, he's got a really great tank. He's an aggressive forward. Um, he can play multi-positions. Is showing that he's got potential to do that. And I think it might most likely be Bradkey that will actually get the pick. That's what I heard as this afternoon. I heard a, heard a... So I I heard heard a, a story. story. Mm.
0: I heard a story that one of our players, who might go by the name of B, might have put something up very, very briefly on his Instagram account of Bradkey in a Richmond jumper on the phone to his uh some people and he got pulled he got pulled off pretty quick is what I I heard. haven't heard
3: I haven't heard that, but I've heard yeah, Brad Key is the um has is the firm yeah. is the firm favourite. Um so that's who I'm leaning
1: towards.
4: Yeah, the, the clubs also um that's from that's what I've heard as well, but the clubs also told Narkle to keep at it. And if we do have yeah. an injury, he'll be a pre- he'll be our mid season draft pick if we need yeah. it. I heard exactly that. So, mid season is yeah.
3: Narkle. if he doesn't find a home. Um what we the reason we haven't done it yet is because lists aren't finalised for other clubs. Um and if we can at all help Narkel get another home prior to the mid season, we'll help him do that. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty adamant it's 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 Brad Key. Yeah. Just on uh, other
2: clubs. Just on other clubs, Um, very unfortunate uh, injury to Zach Williams. Hasn't had a good run at it from his last GWS he was interrupted and he hasn't had a good run at Carlton. Now, he's gone down. Now, a former Tiger has been training at Collingwood and it looks as though he might be front of the queue to take um, Williams' slot at Carlton and that Oleg Markov might get another shot.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be great to see him streaming out the back line and turning the ball over. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> now look, I don't want to sound like a prick, right? I am I am I am stoked the blues are suffering like a fucking and be and pretend I'm not. I'm really Williams. I, I really feel for you, mate. You you deserve it. But they say this is <laughs> a silver lining across every cloud. And McGovern cost him what 800000 K and never he played a game. Yeah, Williams, this is happening. Yes, it's poor form. Any blue supporters, I don't really care. But, no, I wish Williams all the best. I hope he gets a speedy recovery. Um, But, you know, fucking sucks shit. Blues, 950s. I never forget, 950s last year, and you've made me not forget it all year. Yeah, I just can't wait. No Walsh, no Williams, just, you know. Before –
1: actually, before we uh, finish up on the rules, the – The new, when I read a tweet about there was going to be added an interpretation to the stand rule if you fake a handball, and uh, I I had to triple check that it wasn't a a burner account trying to stooge me. And even when I was telling people at work, they said, You are taking the piss, aren't you? You can't be serious. And I'm deadly serious. There is now an interpretation on top of it that you uh, can't fake a handball. And I think, I don't know whether it was, might have been UCB that commented or retweeted Mick McGuan, who said, At best, like, the players in real time, the option might have been there and they've gone to handball with them, they see someone out the corner of their eye shutting down space, whatever it might be. Is yeah. that now Is yeah, Is yeah? that now frowned upon? Like, What are we coming Sorry. to with this can, kind of
4: shit? Can I just clarify what the actual rule is?
1: Yeah, go on. So
4: the rule with the fake handball is um, when players go to fake handball and a player who's forced to stand takes a step, it was 50 metres. That was the thing. Now if a player goes to fake a handball a player won't get penalised if they step forward. They're not getting penalised for stepping off the mark if a player goes to fake the handball. Yeah,
0: it'd yeah. be easier, Grok.
4: It'd yeah, be easier. Just, oh, just call well, play yeah. on when they go to fake a handball. If we just got
3: rid of stand, would that not be yeah. easier? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. That was my head Well, Can we talk about, can we talk also, about the draft rules oh, changed? The number one on
2: thing. stand
1: EJ
3: to...
2: quickly on the stand. The other change to the stand is, and they show the vision of this, right? If you've come from outside the five meters when a player is taking the mark, you can't any longer um, go backwards out of the five out of the five meters. You have to stand the mark. If you go in and go, yep. oh, I'm not going to make it, and go back, they're going to penalise you 50 meters. They're going to penalise you 50 meters for going
3: backwards.
1: You're going further away. It makes no sense,
3: and that scares me in yeah. round one more than any other rule change, because players instinctively are <laughs> trained. If you're out of position, the rotation, or they yeah. see someone running to your back, your forward line, you've got to man them. They'll quickly change mine and run back, and leave the mark unmarked. They've just killed that, and you watch 50s being paid for it, and that's a Richmond yep. thing. It's just yeah, I'm worried by it. <clears throat>
1: Welcome as the well, Nick. Thing- Good to see you able to make it, buddy. Good to have you on yep. board.
4: just with that, with the with with the fifties and the stand rule, I think that might work in our favor if we go quickly. If we go quickly with the with the long kicking and Cult and the force to backtrack, I think we might catch him out in, with that rule early on.
1: What what bothers me the most about this rule, right, is the constant stuff, the reporting of it from the media and the AFL about how in these fan surveys, everyone loves it. It's like every bit of social media I have been on and seen for the last two years, not once has it ever been remotely in favor of the stand rule. Not once. As I, I I'm struggling to comprehend or see where all these magical people are hiding that are so heavily weighted towards the stand rule. I just don't understand it. I'm sure it's fabricated because like we follow all these different clubs and supporters. We we are the people. And nothing that we read or see suggests that it's a good idea.
3: We agree.
0: And the other one is that Western Australia, the waffle's getting rid of the bounce. So... Oh, really? And last yep. touch. And they're doing last... So, so same as South Australia. So they're, doing, no, they're doing last, last touch, touch as well. Last touch Yep. Uh, they're doing yep. The, <laughs> so bitty, you watch. The, the AFL. Give it one year. playing <laughs> last touch the AFL.
3: Yeah. Yeah, all we can do, boys, is support <laughs> the club. But, yeah, I'm worried That's that it's, call, uh, I'm worried it's going to become like a basketball, you know, they're going to try to take out – because concussion, they're so scared of concussion. Yep. They're going to try to take the contest out of football. And what we're going to Speak, see is
1: – Speaking of – Don't do a great, I, don't I read this. it and I nearly punched my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like <laughs> –
4: I think Michael knows where I'm going, and I think this yep. is complete bullshit. But there's a school in Sydney that has banned females from playing AFL football because they're worried about head injuries. But they're allowed to play rugby. They're allowed to do you know all these other things. It's just <laughs> AFL that they've forbidden. Yeah, it's like stupid. absolutely disgraceful. Like, yeah, <clears throat> it's stupid. What? Yeah,
1: yeah. seriously. This is where we're heading. This is the brave world we we live in. Yep, yep, exactly right. Um, oh, this is a good question. I don't think we actually ever got a definitive answer on this. Did any? Did the AFL come out and actually speak about or justify the footage that they said Lynch's goal was a point and so on? I don't think anyone did. I mean, there was plenty of Uh, things we should have done better, but I don't think I've seen anything to say otherwise.
4: Apparently Dimmer went through the arc evidence, and after he left, he begrudgingly said that he conceded they made the right call. Yeah, so, I reckon okay. Dimmer
3: was told we yeah. were wrong, we fucked up, but you're an AFL club, you have to just go to the party line.
4: Yeah, and I know don't like. I mean, it, he but didn't
3: that's he, go do yeah. it, and that's what he had to do. Yeah.
4: he didn't look too happy saying no. those words, and it was almost like a shit-eating sandwich. But yeah, what what can you do? It was.
1: Spe- speaking of dimmer i encourage everyone if you haven't seen the yeah. footage already to get onto the club's oh, twitter account yeah so the the background behind me i'll let the wrong way um so noel bolter has completely ironed out dimmer in a training drill he had a, a bump bag on him but if you haven't seen it definitely go and check yeah, it out it's very very funny and uh, bolter gave him some good lip service after for good measure as well so good to see the boys are in high spirit but i think dimmer tried to wind back the clock a little bit and uh it backfired <laughs> heavily on him but I respect a coach getting involved at that level. I think that's a, that's good for the players, good for the club. Um, yeah, I think only good can come from it. But, you know, very...
3: Well, what I like best about it, Bolter felt secure enough in the relationship that they all have to, you know, do that flex over him and give, muck around. Give him, him a bit of coach. lip. Yeah, I know the coach is going to take it as the, you know, take it in the spirit that it is.
4: So, that's great. great. I loved Clark just piss yeah. himself as soon as he saw it. Yeah. There's a great meme going around.
2: Uh, about a guy like in a classroom doing a graph and calling it f around and find out. Well, yes, yes. hard yeah, work yeah, yeah, yeah. and he found out. Yeah.
1: All right, I think that wraps it up for the evening. Uh, um, before oh, we go, can I
4: just raise yep. a topic? I'm not sure if you guys saw, but it seems that Benny Gales progressed to the second round of the AFL CEO position for interviews. He'd no. be a big loss if he leaves. Yeah, no. second round. There's, there's like, doing, quite, yeah. yeah,
3: it's just slip service. They'll get him into because people will understand. something's corrupt. If he gets, if he gets knocked out in the first round, I reckon he will be one him and all, and then they'll go the, the the company man over Benny. That's what's gonna happen. My
2: my no. only I concern so, is win, a big chance.
4: Yeah, if we win a flag this year, I wouldn't be surprised if Benny goes. Because, as he said, the reason he knocked it back last time was unfinished business at the end of twenty twenty-one. Oh, I,
3: I don't think so. I think he's following right. Hardwick. I reckon Hardwick and Gale have joined to the hip, and I reckon from what I'm hearing, Hardwick will has. Um, I'm hearing murmurs about extension of his contract, if not this year, next year. Um, I reckon they're they're linked, particularly with Beggy gone. Um, they he, you know. I, I don't I don't see that. What I do see, just for people, once someone asked about King and all that sort of stuff. Just have faith in the in the club. I reckon we knew by trading out our first two first rounders to get Taranto and Hopper, we knew that the drafting criteria will change about trading first round draft picks. That we're still able to do it this year, whereas before we wouldn't be allowed to. Um, yeah, I, I I haven't heard any further updates. Still, way too early, but yeah, I haven't heard anything about we pulled out or he's going to resign. So I'm still pretty bullish.
4: But yeah, so no. if,
0: if Benny gets the gig. We will know very, very quickly what he thought of stand ruck nominations and everything else exactly. All of a sudden, the direction yeah. will go straight down.
3: Oh, and can you imagine them
4: wailing in Geelong? Oh,
3: there yeah. really is
4: a on the actual article that all the Geelong fans were like. I'll oh, just watch him influence things for Richmond, and there yeah. was one yeah. Richmond fan that was just stirring up. <laughs> You mean you mean like hawking and Carter and everything they've done for Geelong over the last 10 years? <laughs> and they they were filthy. Yeah. But hey, no, it's not uh, Red Bull, it is uh Billson's Tropical Punch. So. Oh, of course Hi. it's uh, the
1: Bilsons. Yeah, Bilson's. It's, it's awesome. not Brooklyn Vale, it's not Brookvale, it's Billson's. There
4: we go. Absolutely. Um,
1: all right, that just about wraps it up for the night. The other thing I do want to mention quickly, um, courtesy of Nick, who's just joined us, so good timing, Nick, is that Paul Broderick will be available to join us for a chat at some stage oh, in the oh. near future. Oh, Broderick's um, one of my so, heroes. Yeah, I yeah, love that one. yeah. So we will uh, we will reach out and make contact with uh, Paul via Nick. Thank you so much, mate, and we'll uh, we'll get a time organised for him to join us on a on a Monday night show, and um, hopefully we will have a few other guests lined up throughout the year as well. But all about show to kick off the year for um, 2023.
3: Yes, I no, enjoyed good. it. Looking forward, looking forward to the, to the season how it goes. You know, we've got to make sure we get the head wobble, <laughs> head wobble right when we're winning games. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic.
0: I'm already starting off for my margin for round one. I'm going to start off at 36 points. It's only getting bigger each time we meet. <laughs> so, oh, very good. And <laughs> right.
2: Shout out to Nee in the comments.
0: Great man, Dicky. Good to see you commenting. Hey, Dickie's here. Good. Hey, hello, yes. Dicky. Yeah, boy. Good man. And g'day, right, Scurlo. I'll see you tomorrow at training. Don't bloody not be there, Brick prick if I'm turning up.
1: Thanks so much to everyone for tuning in as well across all the platforms. Much, much appreciated. Make sure you jump on the YouTube and give us a subscribe and... Twitter, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, everything else. And follow us all individually too, and we're always happy to interact and engage with the audience. So always a, a good bit of fun. Um, I'm not sure how frequently we'll be convening at this stage. It probably feels a bit early to go weekly because not yeah. much is going to happen on a week-to-week basis. But we'll probably definitely do another one in Feb, maybe closer to when the, um, the scratch matches drop. So I think we play Melbourne on the 4th of March and the Kangas the week before from memory. Um, if anyone's going to go to the Melbourne one, I'm not sure what the ticketing's like. I'll hopefully be there at Casey field so we can all catch up if everyone wants to. Um, but yeah, so we'll definitely do another show later on in Feb, I think before the real stuff starts and then we'll, we'll crack into it full time. Oh, there, there he is. I was waiting for you to pop up. The Welcome back, to the Sydney.
0: Welcome I, was
1: back. Wa- I was waiting for but no, thank you for everyone's love and support, much appreciated. Uh thank you guys for joining us tonight. A full a full this yeah. straight off the bat. So that was a very good start. But um enjoy your night, gents, and we will speak soon, no doubt. So until next time, go tigers. Go tigers, go tigers, go tigers,
3: tigers. tigers. suck shit. <laughs>